to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland and KQAC HD3 Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Welcome to Casual Sex. We're back. Woo! I'm Carrie Cohen. I'm Leslie Harper. Sex is an essential and enlightening part of our lives. The goal of our show is to explore ideas, the way ways we limit ourselves, and the ways in which we can expand our understanding of sex, love, and relationships. You can join our discussion tonight by texting us at 971-220-5979, or you can call us at 503-233-9729. It's hard to turn that song off. I mean, I didn't. Because, Rosa did. But right. it was hard for me. Yeah, me too. too. I love that song. I love that song. Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. Come on. I know. We have new neighbors, by the way, and we just moved into a new house, and they have a dog named Tom Petty. No, that's the best. And they have two kids, and their ages are nine and ten. Yeah, I know. We're so excited. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So how have you been? We haven't been back uh, on air live in a long, long time. We mm-hmm. had our live show a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, Super and fun. that just aired last week, and now we're back here in the studio for the first time in like a long time because of holidays, holidays and moving, be, moving, you, you being moving, me being away. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. How you um, doing? I'm doing well, actually. You moved. Yeah, I did. You have and a new we have, home. We do, and it's amazing and huge and wonderful. And mm-hmm. and I'm probably halfway unpacked. <laughs> I really like your new house. Thank you. Aww. I've been there twice. I know you've been there more than anyone else, mm-hmm. besides me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really good. And um, on a sexy note, yes, tell us. Let's talk about sex. Um, really, like so. Last night was really interesting because um, yeah. poor Ruben. <laughs> I know Ruben, but this is what you signed up for, baby. Um, so it was just like this kind of like, like, like all night almost kind of like thing where I was like uh, sort of half asleep and then Ruben would be half asleep but there was then there was this continuous like like neck massage and back massage and like different things happening that were really nice because my body hurts from moving but Mm. then it was just like getting really you know Mm, sexy Mm -hmm. yeah and then we just had this super hot like three in the morning thing that's the best yeah that's great that's what living together is all about yeah that's what having someone in your bed is all about I wouldn't know well, I wouldn't usually know either because we've had, you know, we have lots of dry spells. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just say ebb and flow to everyone else because uh, and that's to normalize my own experience. <laughs> um, you know, it was just really lovely. It was very, we were very connected and, and it's, I feel like it's <clears throat> been missing a little bit. So that's very nice. I'm yeah. very happy for you. Yay. Yay. Yay for sex. Yay for sex. Uh, let's see. I, uh, yeah, what about you? I, uh, let's see. Last you were in Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, had a really good time. And, um, you know, like I always do. I never I never have sex there unless I've imported. Imported the, someone. The D. Right. <laughs> but I, I never have sex with anybody there. That's not, That has never happened to me yet. Maybe right. someday, but thus far it has not. Well, I mean, you're, you're an instructor. You're a professor in a grad school, you know, oh, situation. Yeah, but- so. Yeah, maybe there's you know sometimes that might be <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything because I'm still you know me I I'm do. still I'm still uh, inappropriate and I mean I'm not going to sleep with my students right that part's clear but right. but in terms of just being there and if I met somebody or you know something like that well I that's would, not inappropriate though no that part would be fine the inappropriate part would be if it was a student and I feel yeah, like I'm you're constantly surrounded by students so well that's true but, and I'm not I'm not doing anything around that of course right. But um, yeah, so nothing happened while I was there, and um, and that's that. And then I, you know, I came back, and um, I've since had, you know, I've had sex with the the person that I <laughs> the continue usual, to have sex with. The usual but, suspect. But I, yeah. you know, but I, you know, I'm. Uh, I mean, I'm not. You I'm sound not like kind of womp womp. Yeah, because I feel that way. Yeah, I feel that way kind of about the whole womp, thing. Womp, womp. I feel kind of like womp, our womp sound about effect it. thing is gone. Where is our sound thing? I don't know where. Man, what? No. Oh, Rosa has it over there in oh, the other studio. She's gonna bring it to us. My goodness, it's essential. So, thank you. Thank you. So, so a couple <laughs> things that are happening right now. One is that our our beloved former producer is here helping out. 
Um, yes. And we are having a little bit of a switch. So we have um, Larissa in the studio tonight. Um, Our new, and, yes. She's, yeah. She's going to uh, check stepping us in. Larissa's been working uh, for X-Ray for a while, doing a variety of things um, and, and different shows. And um, the show she was last working on is on hiatus, and so she's here now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hopefully will like us enough to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're super nice. We are. Yeah. And, She's uh, smiling. That's yeah. a good sign. Yeah. So um, so I think that we should, we should uh, present some sort of text challenge to anybody who might be listening. Okay. Um, around anything related. So y- your, your sex life has like, like picked up in some cool way mm-hmm. and mine feels sort of like, I don't know. So... Yours feels like a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Not so much my sex life, but like my relationship life feels that way. And yeah. so, and they're super connected. Well, they do tend to be, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah, not for everybody. I'm just trying not to be. I'm trying. I'm for the first time. I'm trying not to think that my that that the sex I'm having means you know because it's always great with, with this person, but it doesn't has doesn't mean anything. Like for right. the first time, I'm just sort of like, yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, I'm tired of feeling um, uh, disappointed and lonely. Yeah. You know? And so... Um, well, there's nothing lonelier than feeling al- lonely when you're technically not alone. Yeah. You know well, I mean? no, I don't feel lonely when he's around. But, but I mean, but I mean, you're technically not alone even when he's not around because you have a dynamic and you see each other regularly. So... Sort of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort I stand of. by my original yeah. point, though. That yeah. the worst kind of loneliness is when you actually do have someone in your life. That's right. And yet you still feel lonely. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. That's I find right. that to be super lonely. Whereas otherwise, if like, you know, when I have been without a partner, although I don't really, it's hard to remember because it's been so long that I've been <laughs> with Ruben. But, you know, I spent a lot yeah. of time without uh, yeah. as a single person. And um, I remember that being often sort of more of an empowering feeling and not like a terrible feeling. Yeah. Unless, but then there have been times that I've been with people, and in fact, when Ruben and I have had issues, I've even said, like when we were having problems in our relationship, mm-hmm. like there is nothing lonelier than yes. feeling alone when you're here. Yes, you know, um, I don't feel that way, you know, currently, but um, I've had that feeling with partners yeah. before, yeah, or with just people I'm dating or whatever. Yeah, and it's, a, it's a much deeper kind of lonely feeling. Yeah, no, yeah. So maybe the maybe the text challenge is is about um, what's happening. Maybe just like purely what's happening in in your sex and relationship yeah. life and like in the ebb and flow <laughs> the ebb and flow um, where are you in the ebb and flow yeah where are you in the ebb and flow and how do you feel about it mm-hmm. how's that yeah it could be a two-parter yeah or it could be a one-parter it's up to you yeah but let's hear about it from you yeah please because yeah. it's just, it really helps to have your uh, input yeah I can say that uh, uh, my clients right now I'm very aware that uh, maybe it's the winter, but but so many people are um, they're just going through hard times mm-hmm. around their relationships and around. Well, it's a really hard time period right now. I mean, yeah. we're in the middle of a shutdown. Yeah, there's all this like you know fit throwing going on and yeah. and horrible things happening and. Um, it feels more unsafe for a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people who have always felt unsafe, and then there are a lot of people who didn't think they were and now feel unsafe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just a, it's not a, it's just not a good time period for a lot of people. And then you add anything difficult, holidays. Yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah. Um, you know, as they were approaching, about how we have these uh, unrealistic expectations. Yeah, all of us, all the time. Yeah. Um, and it just is a depressing time for a lot of people. So what we need to do is find some good things yeah and I'm saying that because I feel like you and I are both kind of like wait wait right now wait, in wait, general and we, got, we, we, we don't want to be that way no we want um to to hear some good things we want to hear some interesting things yeah text us your good things yeah actually text us your good things that yeah. sounds like a good plan yeah and we have a couple of uh, uh texts here um one is um that we can talk about well we have to go break in a minute but we can start with this yeah, one yeah let's start um I fantasize about a guy from college, and, and I am in a happy marriage. Am I a bad wife? No, no, of course not. That's a really normal thing. I this is interesting because I feel like this happens to every this happens to most people, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yes. Where it's perfectly normal to have fantasies around other people. Absolutely. And and then the question is, um, and also you know, there's part of me even using the word fantasy and her using 
the word fantasy is that um, that's what it is because that guy is is snores just as much as your husband mm-hmm. or farts just as much yeah as your he's husband. just not doing it in your space yeah and so, so you there's can have something... some fantasy around like what an amazing special thing you get that to create be. who that could yeah. be who yeah. that person could be at this point and mm-hmm. also again we can't stress this enough um your sexual fantasies come from an entirely different place than your waking real life. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's, it's literally, a, 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 it's, neuro, it's neurobiology. It's not even just a different place because you've compartmentalized it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different part of your brain that actually indulges in fantasy and then um, then your then your waking sort of uh, reality. Brain. Yes, so, yes, exactly. Um, and so, of, of course, it's okay. People have all kinds of fantasies and they don't, you know, you're not cheating. I've had people say, like, I, I feel like I'm cheating because I'm having because this fantasy. thinking about it? That's yeah. silly. You know, and, well, then there are also people who will talk about cheating as, like, if you've, you know, like, who was it that, who said, was it um, Jimmy Carter, I think? President Jimmy Carter, um, whom I love, by the well, way, I whom him. I adore. But he said he has lusted in his mind. Do you remember that? It was this very famous I mean, quote. everybody lusted Where in he their said mind. he had lusted in his mind. Um, but he said that in this way of, like, I'm a sinner because I've lusted in my mind, or I'm a cheater because I've lusted in my mind. Wow. Uh, and I, I think that's just so, so limiting and sad and upsetting yes. because really it's impossible to not exactly. lust in one's that's mind. That's such a normal human thing um, to do. Yeah. That's so, silly. You know, if you're not, if you're acting on it, that's something else. And I'm not saying that that's wrong either, right. but I am saying that it's something else. Right. <laughs> if you're actually seeking the person out and trying to connect and maybe wanting to go have coffee and like you're starting to really think about, um, a way that you can make that happen, then that comes, um, th- that goes a little bit outside of fantasy and starts to become a way that you're looking to make it a reality. But yes. if it's just a fantasy, just thinking about it, or maybe, you know, during masturbation or during sex, even with your husband, that's right. pretty normal. Right. Super yeah, normal. It's pretty regular Super stuff. Normal. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, let me say this before we go to break Mary Oliver died. Oh yeah, I today. heard that. That's very sad. Last night or something uh-huh. today, mm. and um, and so I've been thinking about that a lot about mm-hmm. how her whole thing was about being fully engaged with life and feeling, uh, doing, uh, being as alive as as possible. Right. And um, she mostly made it about nature, which is lovely, mm-hmm. uh, but really, you know, in her very famous quote, uh, which is. Uh, what will you do with your one wild and precious life, which has meant so much to so many people. Right. And uh, and so it's important to remember that. I think it it's is. important to stay I inside just read, of that. This is a good quote from her, too. Um, uh, when it's over, I want to say all my life, I was a bride married to amazement. Yes. Yeah, that's from her. That's right. It's a beautiful poem. Yeah. So that's the thing, is that is that that's part of it, is that part of this is maybe it's just a fantasy, uh, maybe maybe you need more experiences in life. I don't know. What What is it going to take to feel alive? I think that's the, it's an important question that we all need to ask ourselves. Right. To stay as alive as possible. Absolutely. Because we're, we're struggling, I mean, at least I am struggling with that a little bit tonight. <laughs> well, and I mean, being alive is, 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 fantasy is a huge part of being alive. Mm-hmm. Because right. we all live inside of our own things, and, and mm-hmm. there's no one person that can fulfill everything that mm-hmm. we have going on. And so fantasy right. is is a completely natural um, way of, of experiencing those things. That's right. Yeah. Should we take a break? Absolutely. It's time all for right. a break. So uh, our text line is 971-220-5979, and uh, we'll be right back with Casual Sex. What else? A man we passed just tried to stare me down. And when I looked at you, you looked at the ground. I don't know. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. And when you play 
that joke you That commenter Who is he and what is a he to you sex and uh so uh the text challenge we gave to you tonight is because we were feeling a little low energy um was to send us all any good things that are happening for you around your relationships and or sex we would love to hear them you can text us at 971-220-5979 uh so uh in the meantime here's a text I have been faking orgasms for the last four years. Is that wrong? <laughs> this is from I a, mean, a woman. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> I Turns out men do it too, I know, but I always, not like women do it. I know. I, I've tried to get, um, I've tried to get, I've tried to get men to fake orgasms elsewhere. But, and they, and he was, and the person I did was like, was like, what? No. And I, and I said, <laughs> well, women do it all the time. Why can't you just do that? I don't understand what's right. so. Yeah. That's so hard about that. Yeah. But um yeah, yes, is is that wrong? I mean, it's probably unnecessary. It's not great for you. It's not great for you. That's the most um, important part. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to anyone else. I mean, what's behind it, you know? What's behind it? Why why do you feel the need to do so? Why not just say I didn't I did not uh orgasm? Or why not just say nothing? I don't know. What or or say you're not doing it right or here's some things that you could help me with or you know what I right mean? yeah what is the reason are you just like yeah. I don't want to get this over with mm-hmm. um, I don't want to be honest I'm not comfortable saying it's not working I yeah. mean there's never things I think that women really oftentimes um, and just you know again to be gender specific because in this case it really is a, a condition gender specific thing around expectations pleasing other people yeah um, putting their pleasure before yours etc yeah. um, a pretty socially conditioned thing. Um, and I think that um, the reason why I say it's, it's wrong for you is because, first of all, I think that people get stuck sometimes in a rut of, the, of doing that, where it's like, now I've done it for so long that I can't go back, mm. you know, and say... What would I sound like if I were having a real orgasm? Yeah. Now, 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 now <laughs> if I don't have an orgasm every time in this big, fake, like, dramatic way, or like, um, they're going to think I, something's wrong with me now and it right. wasn't before. Or, or like, like or like it's <laughs> taking too long. Suddenly it's taking too long because yeah. actually it takes me a little longer to and have then a then you have some, some dude who's like, well, everything was fine for four years. Clearly there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just want to be like, ooh, <laughs> never not one time. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. there therein lies one of the problems. If this was the same person as you know you know you've gotten yourself in this yeah. hole where you either have to be honest and, and that's much more difficult than having just in the beginning said this isn't working for me and what can we do differently? Somehow this came up in one of my classes when I was in Oklahoma where I teach grad school mm-hmm. for writing. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why it came up. But anyway, it came <laughs> up and, and one of the guys was like one of the guys said quite predictably well, I mean, that's never, and no woman's ever faked it with me, but oh and I just laughed. I just laughed so hard, and so did every woman in the Men room. Men say that all the time. That's what they think. I was like, what makes I you think tell. that? I could tell. I could tell. I could tell. Yeah, I would know. I was uh-huh. like, uh, you do not. And because I you're always you. just so astute around women anyway. Yeah. So, and of I, course. And it, and it came after I said, every last one of you, every last one of you uh, male heterosexual people in here, a woman has faked it with you. And that guy was like, that guy was like, not well, me, not, not with me, though. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Are you All sure? Right. <laughs> okay. No, men, it's true. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's a bummer. That's a drag because I am i don't know any women who haven't faked it at some point. Yeah. You know, including I myself. Yes. I certainly have. Me too. I will will not and would never now because I, get, I got to a point where I realized, you know, that's ridiculous. Samesies. Um, but I have in the past done that. And um, I think the reasons were numerous, mul- multiple reasons for that. 
there's a text that says it's unfair to the partner because they think they're doing it right and they're not fair enough i mean that's true that it's i mean i don't know about unfair but yeah it's true like they're not dishonest it's dishonest and and it's not it's not allowing them the opportunity to learn how to how to right not only do it better but Mm -hmm. maybe learn that like i don't know it takes a little longer or mm-hmm. like, here are some other things that, that it's not like in porn. Need. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not like that. Or on television in general, or whatever. Exactly. Where, where it's like, where it's like, you know, we all we, of a sudden we you know, have all women have vaginal orgasms. Yeah, we we just like have two PN, minutes or PNV, and it's been like been like five minutes, and suddenly the yeah. woman has an Ooh. orgasm. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow, I'm just, all done. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Let's cuddle. Yeah, it's just Ew. never. Sorry. <laughs> that was just like a visceral response. A visceral response Ew. to cuddling. <laughs> I've just always hated that part. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, not, not right, directly post-sex, I mean. Yeah. But that's true. What this person is saying that is that there's like an unrealistic expectation that that women women who are faking their orgasms are setting up for other women. Like, right. You know, this like person the, is not going to be doing not is not going to be yeah. doing the things that need to be done for anyone. Yeah, because he's gonna be like, oh, she. It's oh, just wo- I mean, women just really like my okay, D. They yeah, really like my D because I'm really yeah. good at this. I'm amazing. It's like, like one minute flat with this woman. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. So, so then he's then he has sex with a woman who doesn't fake it, and and then he's like, there's something wrong with this woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This woman's frigid. Yeah. Because this other woman is like thirty seconds. Do, yeah, thirty seconds. All I have to do is jackhammer her for like, <laughs> for like a minute, and yeah. she, and she Boom, orgasms pow. really loudly and yeah. like weird, like lots of facial expressions. And it's certainly not fake because I would know. <laughs> they all know. <laughs> I would know. Not with me. Probably with that dude though. <laughs> Poor dude. Yeah. You know they're yeah. all like, oh, bro, yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. Ah. You're no, you're not, you're no me. I don't know what that's like. Yeah, never had it happen, but <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah. Uh, why must they all be the same? <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I think overall it's bad for everyone. Yeah. So I would say yes, it is wrong. Yeah. Don't the answer do it. is yes, it's wrong. Although if you're in a bind now where it's been four years with the same person, I don't know what to tell you. I know that you is could, a difficult conversation. You're have to have a conversation. That conversation four years ago about how it wasn't working would have been a lot easier. <laughs> exactly. So let this be a lesson. Exactly. A lot women, easier. Women struggle so much around just speaking up and saying what they want in bed because it's so um, it's so not supported in our in our culture. Right. We're not we're not supposed to a we're not supposed to uh, have a too much sexual desire. First mm-hmm. of all, we're not supposed to have, uh, uh, dis, you know, uh, agency around what we might want. Right. We're not supposed to know what we want. Right. And then certainly we shouldn't ever suggest that a man is not doing what not we want because that might hurt yeah. his feelings. Right. So it's like you it's subordinates. Yes, exactly. So I would say this though that it is improving. There's a lot more discussion happening about especially um, the generations coming such up things. behind generations us. Generations coming up behind us, coming up behind us. I mean, but I'm bum. But I mean, you know, it is improving. However, part of the backlash of it improving and, and women talking more about it is that there's this this tendency for people, um, you know, intersectionally speaking, in uh, more privileged positions. So, like men and women, if we're just talking of the, sort of in general. There's this way in which as soon as women are, are a little more open and start talking about this, that it's like, okay, well, that's over. Yeah. Now that's not an issue anymore. Yeah. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to just push like legacy and, and you know, uh, thousands of years of history yes. aside because a few women here and there are talking about. Exactly. These types of things out it's loud. So true. Where so true. The, the issue is still large. And, and fully ingrained, it actually lives in our DNA. Yes, absolutely it does. So, yeah, you know, right. no, not over just because we're talking about it right now on X-Ray FM. No. Still no. exists. So much work still to be done. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what. Um, uh, a couple of texts. Here's one. I've only been with one guy out of many who I've never faked it with in 40 years. He was the exception. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I think that's really normal mm-hmm. for women. I think that that there's a long period of time where women just learn to fake it, mm-hmm. you know? For, and again, for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. It could just be because you don't want to talk about it and you want it to be done, or it could be that you don't want to talk about it because you're uncomfortable talking about it, or you don't feel like you, I mean, there's so many reasons. Not, I don't have to go through them all again, but. Yeah, and we're not generally, we, there's nothing that supports this notion that we are 
that we should be talking that we that we should be having conversations about sex and what we want sexually right. with other people. You know, right? Yeah, that certainly hasn't been uh, uh, encouraged for mm-hmm. most women. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'd be curious uh, from this texture if uh, what it is like. What what was the difference that made you not fake it with this guy? Yeah, I'd be curious too. And and if this is if that's something that this person could even identify, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or if because it was just growing th- up and getting more comfortable with herself. Yeah, maybe. But it also seems like there there would be this there would be so many factors, you know, mm-hmm. like oh because I'm comfortable with this person, but why, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, or, com- or more comfortable with herself. With herself, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, but I think that there, there's this tendency to stay in situations like this because I was comfortable with that person. Mm-hmm. And I think what would be really interesting and important mm. in that situation would be to determine why you were more comfortable with yourself with, with that, that person. person. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think that's probably true. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Right. Like let's that's not, how you carry it over. Yeah. Like let's not give too much credit to the guy. Right. I mean, <laughs> we can certainly give him some, but we also maybe. need to. I think we. That's what we should it's often be doing. Is we should allow like our own yes. um, lives and our own conversations with ourselves around what we do to pass the Bechdel test, for example. Yes. Like you know, we can have conversations about what we need that don't involve you know uh, another a, a male yeah. or the relationship with the male. It can yes. really be what we need and what we're comfortable with. Um, with it doesn't have to be a specific person. Just like what is it about you know, certain situations where you feel more comfortable versus others because it's definitely something that's internal. That's right. That's right. Other people can't really give that to you. That's right. So that's the conversation I think people need to be having about themselves. Yes, and also because, and you're bringing up something very important that I often say to my clients, which is that, is that uh, the truth is, is that nobody else is responsible for your orgasm mm-hmm. and how important it is to bring that to every every sexual experience. Mm-hmm whether it's a long-term relationship or... I feel like know, a lot of men would stand. really misunderstand that. They do. Yeah, I feel like men would be like, see, I'm not responsible for that. Well, That's why I I, I got off in three I, minutes and went to sleep. Well, I feel like it's so often the, the opposite where men are like, are like, you know, did you come... Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, you know, like really, like now mm-hmm. I feel pressured around whether, how that's going to make you feel like clearly it's about you. You right. know what I mean? Like there's, I feel like there's so much more about that where like they feel something around their ego around whether they made. That's the like that really great episode of Better Things where Pamela oh. Adlin doesn't, right? Yes. And they, and she's dating this person that she met on, you know, one of the, whatever sites. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what what the popular ones are these days with the kids, but what are they? By the way, this texter said he was really talented. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Good. That does help. I'm glad you found him. That certainly helps. Um, but anyway, remember how she was like, she wouldn't orgasm, and then he was like, well, don't you want to? And she yeah. was like, let's just go to dinner. And like yeah. finally, she's like, look, I just don't care. Yeah. And like, you know, I, we do this before we go out, because then I can just relax. You've done it. You're good. Like, we yeah. can go and hang out, and I just don't really care. Like, she refused to fake it. Yes. But she also wasn't didn't it wasn't she wasn't invested in it it wasn't exactly. important to her you know and then that person just obsessed the entire night about it exactly you know that's she was what like, I mean. now i wish i wouldn't have said anything because i feel like that's more common yeah I, these days anyway it, which might be a reason that someone would fake it too because yeah. maybe they don't want to have the conversation or have someone like yeah. sort of uh, uh narcissistically uh obsess over why you did it some uh this guy uh i slept with who was much younger than me a while ago um the next time I talked to him, or or when I, I yeah I guess it was the next time we talked I talked to him. It was like it was like month it was like a month and a half later or something. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he goes, was was it good though? Did you did you like it? And oh, I was like, <laughs> gross. Oh, really? But um, this is yeah. Uh-huh. I was just like, because I got to write it down in my book. I know. Uh-huh. I was like, why do you? Ew. Uh-huh. Like, come on, man. Can you send me like Wait, a few just comments yeah, about just a few pointers yeah. about. Or like what you thought, like how what did I liked, do? What went how well. did I perform? <laughs> yeah. It was so, ew, it was so unappealing. It mm-hmm. was so gross. I was, it was. Uh, that's really not. Ugh, it was so unappealing. Uncomfortable. I know, and it just, sh- it just proved. It's like, oh, I get it. Okay, I understand now. It was entirely and always you like, has I don't been remember. fully about you. You should have been like, I actually don't remember it. Which I did. Probably that's exactly means it what wasn't I told great. him. That's exactly what I told him. <laughs> I said, I really don't know. I don't remember. Which means. I, <laughs> yeah, which but which also means like either I had not, a lot, way too much to drink, or I wasn't good. One yeah, of the two, yeah, probably both. Probably both. But the thing is, is like, does it have to be about you now? Right. Even still, yeah, like, <laughs> even still, <laughs> even months later. 
You're still thinking about it. In <laughs> the terms epilogue of, of our one date. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But how was I? But how was I? How did you mm-hmm. like it? What did you? <laughs> Would you did recommend you? me to your friends? Yeah. <laughs> How many stars? Exactly. On my Yelp review, though, <laughs> what would you say? What would you say? How many stars? All right, we should take uh, another. Yeah, I got to pee. I'm going to run. Oh, you're going to You take a break. I'm going to pee. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with casual sex. She wore blue velvet Bluer than velvet was the night Softer than satin was the light From the stars She wore Love was ours Ours Love I held tightly Feeling the rapture grow Like a flame burning brightly And warm a memory through the years, and I still can see blue velvet through my tears. She wore blue. We're back with casual sex. And, you know, I just want to remind everybody what this show is, because I don't know, maybe you're listening and you have no idea what's happening. Um, yeah. So <laughs> mm-hmm. what is even happening? We, uh, so we're an uh, uh, advice show for sex and relationships. Um, and you can text us at 971-220-5979. Um, and also throughout the week, you can email us at advice at xray.fm. Uh, and let me just say, Leslie and I know what we're talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like definitely we we just we have really do. we really do we yeah. have things to say. Over the years, we've, we've gathered a few things. We made a f- we few might have nuts of wisdom. <laughs> Is that a thing? We, I don't know. <laughs> nuts of wisdom. It seems a little. I think it's called gross. something else. Yeah. It does sound gross. Yeah. Because of that term, which I can't stand when people use that term. Nuts of wisdom. No, just nut nut. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a text. I think it's harder when the men are particularly attractive but terrible in bed. It's harder to speak your truth when you're young, yes. And when they're more attractive, like attractive like physically, I'm assuming this oh. person means. And then they added, and some of the worst sex I've had has been with beautiful men. Oh, yeah, me too. Huh. That's true for me That's too. That's interesting because maybe, do you think it's possible that well, beautiful don't men work as hard. don't think they have to that's do exactly, anything that's because exactly they're what they beautiful. Think. That's exactly what they think because of like the culture they've been we live handed in. things. Um, I mean, I think that happens with beautiful women sometimes too. I but agree. There's a there's certainly a different variant. There are variances on that. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, beautiful people who are like, what? I don't understand. Like, I've never gotten a traffic ticket, or yeah. I don't know. Like, typically they just give me a warning and yeah. what's the problem? Or like, yeah. you know, think it's think it's weird when. You know, I get upset because someone ignores me at like a counter. Yes. You know? When they're like, I've never had that experience there. And yes. I'm like, huh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the truth about cats and dogs with yes. Jean Garofalo. Exactly. And Uma <laughs> exactly. Where the guy, like Uma Thurman, is walking across the street. She has no idea that everyone's just like falling all over. And Jean Garofalo is walking along and a bee comes flying in front yeah. of Uma Thurman. And this guy like wrecks his bicycle to go over and get the bee away, you know? Exactly. And she's like, so nice. Yeah. Guy exactly. So nice. Exactly. That's the, so that's the thing, I think. I can yeah. understand having terrible sex with beautiful men. I think that they, um, that that the possibility that there is some entitlement and like, 
Absolutely, I don't have to do much because I'm super hot and everyone wants me. Kind of Absolutely, thing. Uh, male and female probably alike. And then I think, and then as we get older, I think that just matters less. Like right. the whole idea of you know, then it's more about you come to understand like it's just who I'm attracted to. Right. Then it's not you know what I mean, which is right. very different from the idea of being uh, societally attractive, which is mm-hmm. you know has nothing to do with who a person is attracted to. Quite honestly, I know. most times you know. Well, and you know, as I've said on the show before, like I when I was younger, it was always considered really weird that I wasn't sort of attracted to what society had deemed as typically attractive people. Yeah, I you haven't know? been either. Um, and and now I don't think it's I think it's less weird for my. Peers, yes, right. It's right. Less weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't. Ha- I never look at someone and go, "Who?" Like, I, you know, I do have some friends who will post like pictures of like muscular bodies and be like, "Oh, you know, look at this." And I'm just like, "I, I don't, don't get that." That does nothing for me. Me and, either. Like, me um, either. You know, nothing for me either. So I mean, you know, maybe I think that it kind of also just like broadens or uh, broadens the the scope of like what's attractive. As well, and also, I mean, I always say this to uh, lots of people, my mm-hmm. clients. That like a hundred, you can be in a room of a hundred people, and you and I will be attracted to about I don't know three to five people in that room, and they will probably be different from each other yeah. because it's purely about what's energetically attractive for each of us and what that is. You know, I have many theories about what that is right. that I could talk about at length, and I won't because I don't want to bore everybody. But like, but it's it's so much about about what you want to learn about yourself actually mm-hmm. and how you want to grow and that's actually more of what attraction is about mm, that it's, makes sense to me yeah mm-hmm. and so it's it's not and that's why so many of us are like god i'm with the same basically with the same situation over and over and over again and it's like yes and are you going to learn from it or not like so you can grow <laughs> through it are you going to learn from it and move on there sister yeah exactly yeah that's you interesting know? actually i like that you said that that's that's got me thinking Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. That's, I fully believe that. And I mean, I think in terms of what you're talking about, too, I think it's just true in general. Like, you know, when people get really offended about, you know, someone not liking them, like pe- people who want to please other people. And so once they, they'll like spend all of their time on the one person in the room who doesn't give a yes. crap what they have to say or whatever. Yes. Like, I'm just going to really have to get this one person to like mm-hmm. dig me or whatever. I think that that's just true about people in general. And I say and sometimes offend people when I say this in classes, I'll be like, you're not for everyone. Yes. You know, exactly. and everyone's not for you. Right. And you take up you know there's always going to be a percentage of the population with whom you just don't jive you know right. like you're just not gonna have a connection or you're not gonna want to be around that person they're they're gonna rub you the wrong way you're gonna rub them the wrong that's just like normal yes right exactly and the same is true for the ways in which we're attracted i think physically and and intellectually and mm-hmm. in every possible way mm-hmm. or, or you know because you could certainly be a, a, attracted to someone physically or sexually but then you talk but to not them. attracted to them as you know, a partner as partner material, right, or boyfriend, right, or girlfriend material, mm-hmm. you know, partner material, but whatever. Um, it's so, so rarely about ways. what they actually look like, though, you know, and well, I think that's the main thing that I'm trying to say. Like, for, it's so much more I, energetic. But I think there are a lot of people that it is about that, and they'll try to for, put, they'll try to force oh, that person into the box yeah. of, of what they want because of the way that they look. Yeah, I think that does change. Hopefully, it does. I change think it, as we as get, you get older, older. Mm-hmm. certainly when we're younger, there's always like that one guy in middle school, for example, that oh yeah, the hottest, Damien. Uh, yeah, Brian Burnside. Oh God, Damien. He but, was like a foot shorter. And Brian me. Burnside was actually quite nice. He was a quite a nice person. Damien was a jerk. Yeah, that's <laughs> but you know, thus began my long, long life of 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 being attracted to jerks. Right. You know. <laughs> unavailable potheads, uh, as I've said many times before, is my time. My long history of being attracted to jerks. Yep. yep. And Started so with Damien's. Yes. Started with Damien's. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's... And I think it's so important because we all get so hung up on what we look like. And it just doesn't... That part is so minimal to actually what people are attracted to about. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing that is... kind of stands true for everybody, male and female... Uh, everybody entirely is this issue of confidence like er, pretty much everybody is attracted to confidence to some extent mm-hmm. and then everything else that falls behind that is is personal and energetic and is 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 still just not about looks yeah I mean, I think that would be great if people could go with that, though. But I think there are a lot of people who can't. I know that like, mm. a lot of gay men, for example. Yes, I know. Who are filled with frustration because um, there's such uh, an aesthetic Yes, that's um, true. Peace 
uh, going on, right? And and then um, I also know that there are a lot of you know cis straight men mm. who will push aside um, people that they are really interested in in a bunch of ways if they're not physically looking like how they want them to look. It's a man. It's a man issue, is what it sounds like. Is what it's it an, sounds like I'm saying there. Yeah, mm. it sounds like, and probably cultural to some extent, but maybe, I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm assuming that's most of what's there, is that mm-hmm. men are the ones who do that way more than women. Yeah. And I think that's probably true. Yeah. I would like to look at the sort of like biological history of that. Yeah. Actually. Well, I love, I love when I have um, uh, clients who are trans men who tell me about what testosterone does to them right and hearing like what it's actually like what is actually happening on a hormonal level versus cultural stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it turns out a lot of that stuff is real like particularly the over the the sexualizing everything Mm -hmm. the like inability to uh not think constantly about sex Mm -hmm. and to turn everybody into a sexual object like that is something that I've heard from uh, multiple trans men. That right, 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 right. Me that too. Is something and that's I happened. think there is something to um, the sort of rapidity, the the very quick way in which things shift when people start taking tea, right? Yeah. And so there is also um, definitely like a different component there um, mm-hmm. than than you know sort of having this ongoing mm. um, hormonal level of testosterone. But I've always thought, like when I was younger and I've gone through periods of time, I've just been very sexualized in this way that I, I'm thinking about sex more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all I want from someone. Mm-hmm. And I remember being younger and being like, I must have a lot of testosterone because of this. But mm. because I just, I've thought of it as a male trait. That's right, I know. And so I think it's and important to right. say that that even though we can look at this as sort of like this kind of stereotype that has truth behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Around, around the way that men um, express these things more than women. I think there are a lot of women who would not express that. That's right, they're because they've allowed. been told not to express That's that. That's right, because it, it would be stigmatized. Um, but I th- exactly. yeah, so I think that women often go through those things too. For I sure, mean, for sure. You know, I've been busted for it. I've yeah. had people be like, uh, "Remember that woman who was like, if you were to be yeah. a man, I would have punched you in your face." Exactly. <laughs> I was twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that hasn't happened since. But yeah. you know, I used to be very overt in my sort mm-hmm. of uh, need for sexual contact and that's all I wanted to which mm-hmm. also was was problematic because you know I'd be like I'm so the boy right now you know? mm. or, oh like if I was seeing someone and we had sex a couple times and then he was like what happened you know and I'd just be like I just wanted to have sex what why and then mm-hmm. I'd be like God, I'm the boy mm. you know so yeah. I think that's conditioned stuff too because very certainly much so. I wasn't the boy I was me the girl mm-hmm. and then the woman who mm-hmm. had very similar experiences based on where I was in my life that's right mm-hmm. yeah that's right um, so we should take one more break mm-hmm. and um, and then uh, when we come back uh, we want to get your text. The text line is 971-220-5979. You can text us about anything related to sex and relationships. And uh, we are here for you at Casual Sex. Just like you've done before And wrap my heart Round your little Support for X-Ray FM comes from SheBop, a woman-owned sex toy boutique specializing in body-safe products and education. SheBop promotes healthy and safe sexuality by offering quality products and educational workshops in a fun and comfortable environment. SheBop welcomes people of all genders and sexual appetites. More information online at SheBopTheShop.com or at their two locations on North Beach Street in the historic Mississippi District and on Southeast Division Street.
with casual sex. We're I hope back. you enjoyed We're back. Dolly, though. I have to tell you something really quickly about that song. Okay. So, um, a few years ago, we were taking Audrey to a birthday party, and I love Dolly, and, you know, who doesn't? If you don't, there's something wrong with you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was driving, and so I have the, the, the tape player in my old Volvo, and I have this bag of tapes, and one of them is, like, well, lots of them are, like, collections of, like, 70s and 80s country music. Um, and so that song came on, and I was sitting on 82nd Avenue in Powell, waiting to get on the freeway to go to Vancouver for this, like, jumpy house place, and that song came on, and I was looking over, and I saw, like, where I grew up, which is in that mm. neighborhood, and I saw um, these young boys skateboarding next to the McDonald's, and that song was playing, and I just started sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like this cathartic, like, and Audrey and Ruben were like, what's wrong, are you okay? And I was like, I'm okay! It's like, <laughs> it's so amazing! Like, it was just like this incredible sort of, uh, I don't know, just everything came together in this way that it was so nostalgic, and it was just like this, I was directly, that doesn't usually happen that I'm really directly transported where I can smell and feel my mm. childhood to that extent, mm. although I am un- unusually connected to my childhood to a fault but right. it was an amazing experience and I love that song and I also got drunk and sang it for you at karaoke and I was like this is like your song remember <laughs> it is my song and also Crystal Gale um, <laughs> yeah you may, you always want me to sing Crystal Gale that's yeah. true with her uh, hair yeah anyway. what song was it do you it remember it was um, you know don't it make my brown eyes oh yeah don't it make, don't my, make my brown, brown eyes blue, blue. I was like, this is your song, Carrie. Except I have a haze lies. Uh-huh. But yes. I know, but anyway, th- I'm always trying to find the perfect country song to make Carrie cry at karaoke. It's really yeah. nice. I'm a yeah. really good friend. Uh, yeah, completely. So anyway, back to casual back sex. Back to casual sex. Um, so all right. So uh here's another here's another text. Um I uh want to lure my husband into something a little more adventurous. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, hmm. Communication is, I mean, we got to... Lure is an interesting word. Yes, it is. I mean, because it really indicates manipulation, that word lure. I think of mermaids. Do you? <laughs> like sirens? Yeah. Are you thinking sirens, which turned into mermaids? No, I think there's a I'm movie. I'm thinking manatees. There's a movie, actually, <laughs> that I meet, I keep meaning to watch about mermaids called Lure. Oh. Um, it's a horror movie about mermaids. So it's like but it's right L-U-R-E? Yeah, Lure. Oh. Um, so, yeah. See, you say words differently than I do. Because Laura sounds like L O R E to I'm me. I'm from New Jersey. That. I know that's why yeah. Jersey is like when you say horror. Yeah, it I sounds horror. like horror. Yeah, no, yeah. nobody, nobody understands. I'm always me like, are here. you saying horror? Well, now I know that you're not saying horror. Yeah, because you know me well enough. Right. But Anywho, it's true. Anyway, back to the question. Anyway, the question: How do you lure your husband into uh, more ad- adventurous, adventurous sexual, uh, sexual things? So the word lure implies some sort of manipulation in the process. And yeah, but maybe that's part of maybe she maybe wants that maybe to be a part that's of it. the sexy part. Yeah. I don't know, but I do think that uh, for me in my personal experience, it would be probably some more direct, like honest communication about it. Mm-hmm. But if they're if the lure is part of the play, yeah, right. That's what then I'm, that's okay too. I think exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, um, do you know anything about like his fantasies? Because that's a good place to start. Exactly. I I often encourage my uh, clients to who are partners who are uh, struggling around sexual stuff. If, I mean, when, when, when it reaches that point to share with each other their sexual fantasies. Yeah. And probably some of that has come out in one way or another, even mm-hmm. if he's not terribly adventurous in mm-hmm. bed. There's probably been some indication since you've been with this person um, about, you know, what kinds of things are, are exciting or that he, that he fantasizes about. Yeah, And probably. maybe being able to take some of that for uh, you know, as much as you know and, and turn mm-hmm. that into something might be just the ticket. Exactly. As they say. Some exactly. Places. Yeah. 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 And I mean, how fun. I just I just think that this is part of what is can be so fun in life mm-hmm. around sex is like taking it to going to all those levels and just doing wild stuff that just trying it. Just trying, trying stuff. stuff. And, I don't know, dressing like, up. I'm just trying stuff something. <laughs> putting, you know, using Things I don't know. There's yeah. just so much fun to be had. Yeah, but really, tri- I think maybe if it's someone who's not typically adventurous, maybe try by starting um, in a place that you know, um, or at least have a pretty clear inkling around mm-hmm. um, that this that interests this person, mm-hmm. um, and start there, and then maybe expand from there. And I think it does sound like it could be really fun. And I also want you to remember uh, that if the person freaks out or feels uncomfortable or has a response that's less than excited yeah. seeming, then that's not personal. It's not about you. It's about right. someone being repressed and needing to like right. maybe have right. some more safety or thinking more about like 
Right. Why We're moving a little more slowly? Why they're having a difficult time with that? That's yes. not about you. So please don't. You know, I've I've had people who have tried things and been really devastated by. Mm-hmm. the other person not responding well. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ruben and I first went away for, um, when we were first together, we went away to the beach and I brought like um, fancy underwear and stuff. Mm. And I put it all on and I came out and he started laughing. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, I thought this was like, you know, a lot of people like that. It's not really my thing either, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was his it birthday and it was like, going to be the special yeah. thing. And like, but he was laughing and I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and then he was like, I don't know. It just seemed like, and, and I totally get it now. Like it just felt disingenuous and it yeah. was disingenuous yeah, and that's not right. who we are together. Right. Exactly. You know, so um, it, it, in the end it was fine. But at, the, at first I was just like, wow, that was not <laughs> the response. <laughs> I thought I would get, you know. That is hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we're all always so often like reaching for that thing. And like, and also like the question is like, what are you, what are we, what are you after? Like, what are you looking for around it? Because sometimes I think people are after, I don't know, some amount, something that's actually more about themselves. Right. That you know what I mean? Then the connection between you two, like it's something. It's just stuff to. It's good to unpack. Is right. my point. And and I think another good way to start to engage in something a little more adventurous is to talk. Yes, talk. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you've you know if not very adventurous, it means that you guys have had pretty quiet mm-hmm. um, sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. Then maybe try saying stuff here and there, mm-hmm. and like see a little if it, dirty talk. Yeah, you know, and see if it. And uh, maybe arouses something. Mm-hmm. I hate the word arouse. Arouses, arouses something. something, or or you know, um, shake something up within that within your partner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ta da! Yes. Once again, <laughs> I have solved the problems. <laughs> <laughs> we have like four more minutes, so should we talk about? Um, there's um, DJ Ed's here. DJ Ed is here. Hi, we haven't seen you in so long because we haven't been here. We haven't Hi. been here. How's your cute baby? Aw, yeah. she's the cutest. She's really cute. I loved her cute, like, heavy metal hair do that you had. She's walking now. Oh, come Aww. on. I can't Aww. with her. She's ridiculous. She's I can't a little, even. Little cheeks. Yeah, she's ridiculous. She's really adorbs. Anyways, yeah. we love DJ Ed. Anyway. And his show is Discovery, and it's coming yes. up next. Yes. should tune in and listen to that. Yes. Good stuff. So, um, yeah, what are we going to talk about? Well, I thought maybe in the last, uh, now three and a half minutes, we could talk about uh, oh, yeah. this thing about um, how can yeah how can I how can I make my husband more com- more comfortable with my my vibrator, uh-huh. which always makes me laugh so hard because I'm just like, why isn't he? I don't. Right. What is his problem with your vibrator? Yeah, I don't because men tend to compete with them. I know it's so which silly. You can't. It's so silly. <laughs> you can't. And maybe no, you could learn from her vibrator. You can't compete with a vibrator. First of all, second of all, they can do eight thousand more things it's, than a penis a, can. It, but but also I, they can they cannot do a lot of the things that a penis can. Plus that. So well, they're not alive. They're not alive. There's no like life energy happening. They feel completely different. Um, penis a penis can kind of do one thing, yeah. whereas a vibrator can do about five things at the right. same time. And you can use them together to have like this incredible sure. experience. Enjoy um, her vibrator. And again, please remember something that Carrie said before: masturbation is like self is like hygiene. Yes, masturbation is like hygiene, separate from it, the intimacy that sex involves. Right. So you don't need a, a penis, a real one, for the hygiene part. No. But the vibrator can't give you what a person in the contact with the person That's in that right. particular intimacy can give you. And so th- it is not a competition. Exactly. And if it was a competition, slow down, dude, because you're not going to win. No, vibrators will win every time. Much faster. <laughs> I've never had a man give me 15 five, orgasms in one day. And five I'll different like right five different like thing, things going on at the same time. Your, right. your penis cannot do that. All the bells and whistles. <laughs> <laughs> literal bells and actual whistles. Right. I, yeah, I wasn't. That, are, that wasn't. That was, that was a literal. <laughs> Literally bells, <laughs> literally whistles. Yeah, it's like wee wee with the like a penny Try whistle. <laughs> My vibrator has a penny whistle. <laughs> you can't make it do it. Yeah, it yeah. won't work. It goes like wee wee like yeah. a trombone. Exactly. Yeah. It's not so working. see, how are you gonna know. compete with that? Yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't. You can't. So you, can't. you just gotta you gotta support her. You, you, let, 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 allowing women to. 
uh, have her vibrator and have it be separate from you means you just support her orgasms. It's actually doing you I a just, favor in some ways because you're not responsible for her orgasms and like let right. her use her vibrator because those work. Yeah, don't really. Be, don't be jealous of the vibrator. No, that's just silly. Okay. You How do you make you, him comfy with it? You make him comfy with it by being by being like, honey, lay back and just watch, <laughs> and he'll be very happy. That's right. To watch you do that. Yeah, say that. Yeah. Just say his name the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have to give more than you I wish you had to give. I name my vibrator, you know, your name. <laughs> I and, name and, my... And, and, like, roll your eyes. I name All my right. vibrator Peter. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't work. That's too much like Peter. Peter. Oh, like, like Peter. you know, the, for penis. The actual penis. Um, I name my vibrator Carl. Yeah. After you. Yeah. And then roll and your like, eyes. he's like, that's my father's just, name. <laughs> yeah. Roll your eyes and, and get to work. It's just... And just oh, shut him. up, Carl Jr. <laughs> 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 The point is, is her vibrator has nothing to do with your penis, and just that's let, right. That is the point. Allow them to be separate. Just allow them to be separate, and allow and allow. You know, enjoy enjoy it. Like include it in your sex life. Who cares? Yeah. I just I've never understood men and their penises, man. My God, men and their penises. I'll never understand. Good God, the All right. incredible. <laughs> the inc- there's no relationship more important for men Poor DJ than the one they the have with their penises. And then like right. two studios all, all the time. All okay, right. we're, we gotta go. We're we're we're, we're signing off. See you next week. <laughs>